Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. I'm Sam. And I'm Ray. <laughs> we actually did it perfectly perfectly this time. Like, we, we didn't interrupt each other. That never happens. Wow. Okay. Yep, um, and this is where we talk about all things Star Wars. And Colin, you want to lead off? Sure. Wow. I feel so special today. Um. Uh, okay. So there are new books that um uh that have been announced that will be about luke skywalker lando carizian um obi-wan and anakin and um anakin ochi and more um and it's gonna be very interesting because of these will be taking place um david i believe you said they are taking place some of them are taking place between return of the jedi and uh force awakens and then some of the other books are going to be taking place um between revenge of the sith and a new hope right or no yes uh starwars.com released an official kind of uh synopsis of these four books uh i'll read it here uh starwars.com is thrilled to reveal four new books featuring never before told tales from across the star wars saga star wars shadow of the sith a novel from author adam christopher takes place after star wars return of the jedi and finds luke skywalker and Lando Calrissian on a mission to locate Exegol. The novel Star Wars Brotherhood by Mike Chen follows Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker amidst the chaos of the Clone Wars and Skywalker's rise to Jedi Knight. Star Wars, Stories of the Jedi and Sith, a new middle grade anthology, features adventures from 10 acclaimed authors and a young adult novel Star Wars Padawan by Kirsten White, depicts Obi-Wan in his early days as a student of Qui-Gon Jinn. So, yep, we're getting four new books. Super good. Yeah, I'm most excited about the Shadow of the Sith one because it's taking place in 21 ABY, which is the year that Rey was abandoned on Jakku, and it also features Ochi. So, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see what happens there. Yeah, I'm totally interested to see more Ochi content. I think he was a character a lot of us wondered about. And, of course, um, popular in Star Wars, there's always stuff that's like just like a huge gap in time. And then they drop in these new characters, and there's so many possibilities. But now we're going to finally get that fleshed out. Right. So that was the character that killed Ray's parents, correct? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. And it takes place the year it happened. Cool. He's getting. So we, oh, wow. we might see that in the book. Man, he's he's very important for for like getting his own book. Oh wait, well, what's this book about? It's the guy that killed Ray's parents. Oh, I want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I I think it's going to be interesting. Um, about Luke and Lando. Um, because of they like did hint about that in the Rise of Skywalker of uh of where they were talking about it, and then Lando was like, "Well, actually, I was with Luke." So it was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Because of you're like so used to like of Lando and and Han doing stuff together, not Luke and Lando. So that's an interesting combination. Um, uh, but more stuff about Anakin and Obi Wan. That's exciting because of we're getting Kenobi next year. And that is going to be phenomenal. So getting a getting more insight and more backstory with Anakin and Obi-Wan is always awesome because the characters are amazing. Uh, but yeah, so those are going to be fantastic. I am very uh, I know on the podcast I said, but oh, hey, no one reads anymore. I said, <laughs> no, no one that I know. A lot of people that I know don't read anymore. I never said I, I not, read, no I one read reads anymore. anymore. Right. Yeah, see, there you go. See, Sam is one of them. But, but I work at I, a I, library, so well, I well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> but like people are saying, like, oh, like Colin is saying, no one reads. Well, I read a book, and I'm just like, yeah. I said most people don't read anymore. I can name 20 people right now that I know that 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 don't read, and uh, it, uh, and it's just funny to me because of I I, I think we ended up getting an email saying that. That like I can't believe Colin said that because that's a lie. And I'm like, well, if you really listen to the podcast, I said most people that I know that I personally know don't read. And I just think that's funny that that the people took that out of context. So yes, people do read. It's just people, most people that I know don't read. So that is the difference between what you most of the people were thinking. But anyways, yeah, that's gonna be um, the second shirt that we have for sale <laughs> in the store next to the Max to Rebo shirt. Yeah, no yeah. one reads Colin Weaver at the bottom. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, Which, uh, talking uh, about books reminds me. Um, I because I haven't been on in so long. I don't know. It probably wasn't covered, but the third book in the uh, Padme series, uh, Queen's Hope, was supposed to come out in November, and it's been pushed to I think April. Okay. So I'm super bummed about that, but it's still coming. So I still have to pre-order it. So I guess it gives you, me. One you'd always, you'd always rather have it be good forever than have it out on time and be mediocre. So yeah. Yeah, and speaking of stuff being pushed out, uh, a lot of the Hasbro Pulse stuff that if you ordered it like a year back, ago has yeah. been pushed back. And of course, uh, the Haslab, the Razor Crest. I was supposed to get it by now, but and, apparently, it's going to be pushed back till next year, some point. And that's so. including the Dark Saber too, right? Because the Dark Saber too, yeah, Saber it's it's all pushed. pushed back. I, I know Colin and I ordered those the first day it was yeah. available because I think they sold out. But yeah. some people already have them, but they yeah. just bought them from like stores that had them by chance. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of people post them, and I think they're different. Uh, compared to what the Galaxy's Edge dark sabers right. are, so I think um, uh, I think since they started pushing stuff back, I've seen more product that they didn't have like before as much that sold out real quickly, and now they're out in stores more because 
of I've been seeing a lot of people um uh wear the new Black Series Mandalorian helmets like like out like they're just walking around over at Galaxy's Edge and I'm just like oh cool and I um uh and they actually look really good. I thought it was going to be like a plastic type thing, but but the paint they used actually makes it look like you know it's shiny. So yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, that's actually not bad. And that, and then they have like a flashlight that that's a, attachable and stuff, which is pretty cool that you can put on it. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna have to get one, but I have a really nice one, so I don't. Yeah, I have it right there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But I uh, um, but yeah. So a lot of a lot of that stuff is getting pushed back. Um, I don't think we're getting a Force Friday this year, unfortunately. But um, but I'm thinking next year we will definitely get a Force Friday because of you've got Kenobi, you have the Andor series, you have the new Star Wars game coming out, and then who knows what else they will announce that will come out next year at Star Celebration. Um, so I'm thinking we'll definitely get a Force Friday next year. And for those who don't know what Force Friday is, um, uh, it uh, it is this um fan fan base day where all the new star wars merchandise for all the new stuff comes out on a certain friday and one year um uh which i guess was kind of going viral because of joseph he would say triple force friday and then like um uh like in that voice and and it was just funny because we would hear other people say it but um but that year was because of you had the new jedi fallen order you had um the first season of mandalorian coming out and then you had the rise of skywalker coming out but now that next year we are getting um, we are getting the new season of Bad Batch. We are getting the continuation of Book of Boba Fett because it begins in December, uh, and then uh, and then we're also getting Kenobi and the Endor series, and then we're getting a new game. Uh, so there is a lot of Star Wars stuff happening next year, and there will be more books most likely, and some other unannounced Star Wars projects as well. So next yeah. year is going to be the year of Star Wars. It, it, it it's going to blow everyone away. And then we're also getting a Star Wars Celebration, which it's been it's been two years since we've had Star Wars Celebration. So I'm really really excited for it. Yeah, and this podcast would not exist without Force Friday because that's where mm-hmm. I kind of met James for the first time. Yeah. Even though he was at Orlando Celebration in 2017 and like two lines away from us, Colin. That's crazy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no. Never um, saw him or ran into him. Uh our friend um Sam's and I friend uh her her name is Ashen. Uh she was also actually at Star Celebration 2017 and um and I I just think that's crazy cuz I keep meeting people. I was like, "Oh, like wh- 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 where were you in line?" and and then like she like showed me a picture and she was actually a, a couple of rows in in front of us. She was actually towards the front. And I, I just thought that was funny. So you never know yeah. who you might meet at celebration. And I can't really, I can't wait for like Ray and Sam and and the rest of our group to experience it because it's, it's gonna happen. Ray, I'm yeah, crossing your fingers because do or do not, there is no try. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it, it's gonna be awesome. And and I think it's besides Galaxy's Edge because of there's so much stuff you can do at Galaxy's Edge. Star Wars Celebration is probably one of the best like Star Wars experiences you could ever have. Um between the panels and the people you meet and the new friends you make it's it's a phenomenal experience and it's a star wars experience that you really i mean that first celebration that you go to is going to be the best um star wars experience of your life i guarantee it you will not be let down because it's it's phenomenal and i've made um i keep telling david like like i didn't 
really go to celebration that year, I probably would have never met my wife because of I would have never joined the Fable first uh, because of it, because of David introduced me to it. And if I didn't join the Fable first, then I would have never gone to the other place where I met Brooke. So it's because I went to celebration. So it's life changing and I highly recommend it. So when so, tickets go back on sale, I would get it. I, I didn't know that you, uh, you joined the Fable first because of David. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, I, um, um, I, I was trying for years. I didn't know how to join exactly. Gotcha. I, uh, I, I got inspired by, um, so with the original Star Wars trilogy, like before Force Awakens, all of them came out, they ended up having like a nice Blu-ray um, edition, like of all three movies. And then on there, they had the special where the 501st went to the Rose Parade and I watched it and I was like, I want to join. I want to do this, but I didn't know how. And I, uh, and and then I went to celebration, and that's when I met members of the Five Hundred First for the first time. And then David introduced me to someone, and then they recommended me to um, to a site called RS Prop Masters, and that's where they so- sold kits and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then I went from there, and then David did the exact same thing, um, uh, but it but it was with a tie pilot. And then when I joined the Five Hundred First, I I met lovely people like Ray. And, uh, uh, and some, uh, and then I made life, lifelong friends, like for sure, like through it. And then I met my wife. So it really is a life changing experience. You never know what's going to happen at it. So if you get the chance go, cause yeah, you need, you need to get Brooke approved rebel legion. Well, Seriously, man. It's got to happen. Well, she is working on her Ahsoka right now. She, uh, she actually just ordered her Laku. Um, like a like a very nice one, like like screen accurate. And right now, I believe season seven Ahsoka isn't approved approvable yet, but they're working on it. Um, she could be the first. Well, there's yeah. a lot of things that are technically approvable, but they don't have the like CRL posted. Like right, uh, Ray from Rise of Skywalker isn't up yet. Um, what a lot of a lot of the Last Jedi characters aren't up yet. It's, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, because of our goal is to do that because I want to be Anakin, then she's going to be Ahsoka, and then we mess him on a dragon con. His name's Christian. He does a really good Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, uh, and then Hunter does Captain Rex. So we are, and then since you do Padme, boom, there you go, Ray. So it's this. this well, I don't do Padme. Well, well, Sabe. Um, yeah, that's uh, specifically Sabe from the Phantom Menace. So that's off by quite a few years. Well. We could just say you time travel or something, but um, uh, <laughs> although I do want to do Padme someday, yeah, um, but yeah, so we are definitely planning on doing like a Clone Wars like kind of shoot thing, which is pretty cool. And then I believe Hunter Hunter's girlfriend is working on Bo-Katan, I believe. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so no, uh, it is super super exciting, and and just doing costumes is, is a lot of fun. Um, and actually, all four of us are are members of the 501st or the rebel legion so it's um we're in a cool group it's awesome but yeah so if you get the chance to go to celebration go it's 100 percent worth it and you never know who you're going to meet uh speaking of other star wars stuff uh uh um for the um the star wars visions um strong viewer engagement uh um according okay david help me out here i don't know what that means yeah, so uh, apparently, Thank you. I was reading. Um, that. I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" 
Apparently, yeah, Star Wars Visions got some really strong viewer engagement, huh. according to Parrot Analytics. And Parrot Analytics is a place that measures uh, the amount of people that watch uh, streaming services like Netflix and HBO Max. And so it That's got a awesome. ton of views. Yeah, it, it got as many. Uh, it actually met the same amount, which is crazy to think about this, but... The Mandalorian is still getting a lot of views on Disney Plus, and Visions matched it. So it's um oh, like you're saying, like right now, like this past week. Yeah, r- well, actually, uh, there's a report on Star Wars Newsnet. I'll read it here. Um, it says Parrot Analytics has reported that for the first full week after the premiere of Star Wars Visions, the series has cracked the top five most demanded series for that period. Behind reigning popular series Netflix's Stranger Things, Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso, and HBO Max's Titans, along with Netflix's new surprise hit Squid Game. Directly below it is The Mandalorian, which almost matched how Visions performed in the time period several months after the second season wrapped. So, I mean, it was right there with The Mandalorian. It's kind of incredible. Yeah, it's wild. I'm I'm glad to see that honestly because it's super ambitious and really unique, and so I'm glad that they kind of you know took that gamble and it's paying off. Um, I mean, I saw some of Visions. I haven't watched all of Visions yet, um, but I I don't enjoy it that much. It's not it's not. <laughs> yeah, for me. Um, I'm not a huge fan either, but that's just because the art form isn't my favorite. No, no, um, it's the like, stories I'm... are interesting, but I'm just not I'm just not a particular fan mm. of the art form. I never really have been. Um, yeah. but I mean, they're, it's very well done. And I do like how each episode is a different art style mm-hmm. and like the animation is very unique to each episode. I will. I love how much creative freedom was given. To the yeah. Creators. Oh yeah. That, that is incredible. I love how the lightsabers are completely different in each episode too. Right. Like some of them are more like swords. Some yeah. The samurai ones are original awesome. lightsabers. Yeah. That, just, yeah. Yeah. Really so. Like that that episode it, it was this episode the elder and then the very first one where i was and uh and and then there was the ninth jedi one as well where i thought those were like hey like this could totally be done like for like the high republic or something but then the other episodes i was just like these are not canon like <laughs> like uh, yeah, um, uh yeah okay and i mean too. yeah i mean i have I, i've definitely talked about it and and something that that brooke has said is that they were great, but they also felt like because of each one was like each episode wasn't like a continuing story of the one before. It was its own thing, and some of it felt like it was either in the beginning of a um it, in, in the beginning of a story, which is great, or it was like halfway through like the season, and you were like completely lost. Like of of like yeah, like the story was great, but there were also a bunch of missing elements to where like you would have to know something before you watch the episode to fully understand it. Um, uh, And I think they did that because of, they were using this as, Hey, maybe one of these episodes will actually do like a full show out of it, but which one is going to appeal to the most people. So I think that is what they were trying to do with it. Even though it was meant for fun. I think Lucasfilm was also taken as like, Oh, Hey, here's another project that we can add to our roster. So, 
we'll have to see how it goes. I, I thought it was great. I thought there were a lot of episodes in here where I saw like a lot of potential being like, boom, they could totally like just put the High Republic title on it and call it good and just keep going with it and make more stories. Um, and then there are other ones where there's a guy, there's two twins, and there's a guy that turns upside down in the X-Wing and then like has his lightsaber go like a mile long and like cut someone and then they go into hyperspace and he's not wearing a like a like a helmet or anything so he's breathing in space and i'm just like okay this is this is not canon i mean it's It's it's, faking in space well yeah i I know i know i was just like man like this is nuts so i was never a big um i was never a big fan of anime besides dragon ball z because i grew up with dragon ball z um but other than that like i wasn't like you know a hardcore um anime fan and and my wife is like not a hardcore but but she really loves uh anime so she just felt like the stories were a little bit um kind of not all together because it felt like you had to know stuff before you watched the episode and they didn't have that available and that's why it was a little confusing to some people interesting but yeah what i didn't like the most was how difficult it was to find the voice actors for the english dub yeah i recognized so many voices and had the hardest time figuring out who was who but there was one voice that really like shocked me um i think it was the village brian episode okay i think that's the name of it um but the guy who plays the village, like princess's husband or fiance, um, is it is it Joseph Gordon Levitt? Is no, it, is that, oh okay. No, you're talking about um, Bucky. Uh, he looked like Kylo <laughs> Ren, kind of at the beginning. No, hang on, I'm googling this. Okay, yeah, um, uh, because I it's funny you say that because when um it was the elder episode i heard the voice of the oh, older yeah. uh master jedi it wasn't like too old no, but i, like I thought that it, was, it sounded like lee pace to me and i was really? like whoa i didn't i didn't know that lee pace was in this but no it was david harbour i had never yeah. heard his voice the way he actually made it sound for that for okay that yeah the episode is the village bride and uh the character is asu and he's voiced by Christian or Christopher Sean. And Christopher Sean was in a web series a few years back that me and my friends are obsessed with. So he went from like a YouTube web series to voicing a character in Star Wars. Oh, that's and cool. I thought that was insane. I think the biggest one that I still don't know like where he is, but he was confirmed for the casting was Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. I don't know what character he played in it. But I'm a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. So I, so I was looking for him, but I couldn't spot out his voice. But that's the great thing about voice acting is is that you can – it's a lot harder to tell who's who um, because of when you're voice acting, you know, you are trying to make it not sound like your voice. So I tried – it's so hard to find Neil Patrick Harris without looking it up, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, and that was the funny thing yeah, about no. um, Christopher's voiceover is it sounded exactly the same. I was like, I've heard this voice before, and it was deep within the recesses of my memory, but not that deep because I rewatched that web series all the time. But <laughs> okay, uh, and if you really l- like love the show, 
um, then you will also appreciate that the um, that the art of Star Wars Visions is going to be coming out on April 2022. It's coming out next year, and that is traditional for them to come out with a art book for a show that they did. And this is like full out art because of that is what yeah, Visions is. That's actually is. really cool. I picked that yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see of what of what the concept are and stuff like that they had for the show and what made it in and what didn't make it in because of the thing with any kind of cartoon that you can do is you have more freedom than what you can do in live action. So it's going to be interesting to see of what they had in the, uh, uh, what they have in the art book. Um, so Colin, Neil Patrick Harris is one of the twins. <laughs> no, he wasn't. What? Which one? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Kari. Really? And Allison Brie was the other twin. That yeah. was my oh, that was my least favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And yeah, Ray Christopher Sean, he's that the really lead character <laughs> in uh, Resistance. I'm gonna have to watch it again. To, to he see. is. Yeah. Wow. He's wait, wait, the lead wait, voice. Who? Yeah. Wait. Christopher oh Sean. Yeah. Wow. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> yeah, and Bobby uh, Moynihan is in both in Resistance and in Visions. He really played Geezer. Deep. He played the bass playing Hut in uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. Uh, oh, okay. That that was interesting. I mean, uh, I I uh, I love the whole I love the whole Hut thing where 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 he was on on the run from Jabba because he didn't he didn't want to be um, part of the crime uh, family anymore. He just wanted to rock. Yeah, he just wanted to rock, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool. But uh, and actually, Tamara Morrison actually came back and voiced um, Chibi Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, nice." Um, but that was cool. I think that if they do a season two, it's going to be more wild than the first season, and then hopefully they actually do a continuation of some of the episodes that they did because some of them you were just like, "I want more." Like, I want to see what happens next. Um, yeah, pretty sure but, season two is happening. And going back to what you were saying earlier about uh, getting fleshing out the story more, uh, the novel Ronin, which is going to release on the twelfth, yeah, it's twelve hours and twenty minutes on Audible of, of reading. So okay. yeah, if you if you don't have an Audible membership, audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast. Yep. Yeah, if if get if, that if book for free. If you're like me and you don't read that much anymore, I would do that. <laughs> Because you can actually hear, to you. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then you can just hear the novel, and you don't have to read it. And also, it is good for you know, besides listening to our podcast, of course, it is good for road trips, and it's good for you know something to listen to on your way to work. So, yeah, Audible, boom, but yeah, uh, and then there's also news um from Andy Circus uh and. And he kind of reveals the fate of Snoke, even though we kind of know what happened to him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had an interview with Gizmodo, and his quote was, I was devastated when I read the script because it was all going so well. I was like, we man. Were all, we were all devastated with the script. No, this is a boss character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to love playing. What? You're kidding me. What? I was like, okay, is it a good idea? I suppose it is. I was slightly mortified. Pardon the pun. That's kind of cool right there. Uh, it was all in the right, I think. I love playing that character, and I love the face-off scene between Kylo Ren and Rey. And so it was great. 
And then he also said the journey towards discovering that he was a Palpatine clone was something that happened during the process because everything was so secret since Force Awakens. So it kind of tells me that it, it kind of feels like they were laying the tracks as the train was like barreling down the the railway there um, a little bit. Um, I would figure they would tell Andy Circus a little bit more about his character, but it feels like they were JJ and everyone else was kind of figuring out the story as they went along and um, pretty much due to the simple fact that it was going to be a different director, different writer for each episode. So they yeah. really couldn't come up with the entire story. I think that's kind of what was maybe not the best idea for the sequel trilogy, but yeah. And what, what, what bothers me is I actually really like, the plot of Snoke being like a force clone, like, yeah. you know, preamble to um, bringing the emperor back. That's a cool plot point, but like, I don't, like I, I feel time. like it wasn't the intention when they made no. Force Awakens. And that's right. what's really, right. and I, uh, and you actually get like a kind of full out reveal of, of, you know, of how it began and it was in a vader comic that that came out a like a tiny bit ago and darth vader you know um uh um i believe it's the i believe it's the storyline where he actually meets up with sabe yeah um, it's, like, the, y- it's the book after that one because i got the one oh, okay. where he meets sabe and then i got the one after that to see yeah. if sabe lived because it right. didn't say <laughs> right. she did so uh and uh well geez now spoiler alert no but um uh but no it was lives that the, that's the third shirt <laughs> okay spoiler alert max rebo lives hashtag max i'm, I'm making both of those shirts right after do it this. yeah but um uh but it was really interesting to me because they like touched on something that should have been touched on a movie but darth vader finds the emperor on exegol and he goes in and and he sees the clones of snoke doesn't even question them he like walks over to where he sees a fleet of thousands of star destroyers and then he just never talks about it again like oh like like they're here and that's really threatening but i don't care and then they just don't talk about it at all (laughs) he had more uh, important things to think about he was a dad right but at the same time he becomes a force ghost. He could have totally warned like Luke of being like, hey, listen, you know, on this planet, there's like a huge like threat over there. But no, he just goes to well, the Ewok hey, party, just sits there and just smiles and waves to his son. And then that's the last for force ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my biggest thing. I think after Last Jedi, it was like, okay, we need to fix this. And then they like worried about fixing what happened in Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. And that was it's all going to be covered in this book, Colin. You got to read this book. <sighs> oh no! Once once reading. you once you read this book, then then you'll <laughs> like the sequel trilogy. <laughs> Well, that is what they're trying to do with the Mandalorian. And that's what they did with the Clone Wars, where, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, like, for some reason, I don't like the prequels. And then the Clone Wars came <laughs> out. And, uh, and and then people started liking the prequels more because of well, because the Clone think, Wars made you, you appreciate was, it. You think that was Clone Wars? I mean, I, my thought about why people like him now 
like the prequels. First off, they weren't that bad. They weren't as bad as people originally. No, thought. no. And people was like, oh, it's not. It's not the Star Wars that I, you know, whatever. But I yeah. think, like, yeah. especially our generation grew up with prequels. Sorry, David, not you. Um, <laughs> old man over here. Uh, and so, like, no, like, well, uh, us growing that up, that old man was like, nineteen. Sure, <laughs> I was um, eighteen. I think no, I was seventeen in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and now you're one hundred and forty two. <laughs> um, but no, but uh, uh, but yeah, no, I I understand of where you're coming from, Sam. But there are a lot of people that you know probably felt the same way like we do about the sequels, where we're just like, no, I, 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 mean, I am curious that. to see that what people's um, kind of reflections on the sequel trilogy are in like let's say 10, 15 years. That's something that I'm really curious about. I have a feeling I, I, it's going to go the way of, of the prequels. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same. I, I There's going to be a lot of fans. Because <laughs> of so, I I mean. So for Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and, and and Revenge of the Sith, can you say that there's a big plot hole like in those movies? Yes. Tell me. Why Padme likes Anakin. Yeah. Okay. It's never I explained am... or addressed. Because it's love. It's the no, I It's a midichlorians. Love does okay. Love does different things, and that's understandable because love is different for everyone. But she could do but... so much better. Yeah. Like what? literally. The... Their relationship. She's not like, you could. Don't, <laughs> don't flirt with me because it makes me uncomfortable. And he's like, I'm just going to ignore that and pretend that's permission to keep going. And you could she use keeps that saying, excuse no, for like everything. Don't. And then he's just like, I don't like sand. And then she's like, Oh, kiss me, I love you. <laughs> but he says that she's all things. Well, soft okay. First off, they are kids. They are going Whoa. through emotions. <laughs> the hand yeah. emotion. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, well, see that—that's uh, the issue with movie making. You only have so much time to get in everything you need to get in. But with right. TV, you can have multiple can. episodes, yeah. and that's the beauty of what we have now. Okay, and I'm an old man. Right. But like, even with the Clone Wars, like Anakin was still pretty emotionally manipulative and abusive of Padme. Yeah, me. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, still, and it still tendencies. doesn't explain why she fell in love with him in the first place. No, I, I agree with okay. that. Why does okay. anyone fall right. in love so, with anyone? Fine. fine. <laughs> we will go into this full breakdown right now. Love happens out of nowhere. Not everyone's going to understand it. It kind of does. You cannot just like go and look for love. I mean, like, oh, hey, I'm going to love this person. When it happens, it happens. That's how I met my wife. That's how David met his wife. And that's how everyone meets their spouses. It's it, it's not going to be like, you know, I'm going to go on dates and then be like, you know, what? I picked this person. It's going to be a natural experience. And that's what happened between Anakin and Padme. I get and that. And if that's the biggest plot point to you, then I say the that the prequel trilogy is amazing. No, of, I get that. if you go that. to it's the just, sequel trilogy. She, uh-uh. in Attack of the Clones, up until like the I don't like sand part, She's continuously telling him, like, don't look at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like, she's like, keeps because pushing him away. Feelings, and then though. all of a sudden, she does a complete 180. Like, there's no gradual she's change. She's trying to push away those feelings. That's why. Yeah, yeah. She's, it's she's like, been like feeling like, those feelings. I, I mean, but there's yeah. no hint that there's any feelings there. Yeah, no, I mean, you're completely right about that. If there that, was a I'm hint that those feelings are there, then I could, to- I could see that. But I don't. <laughs> 
I'm not, not going to argue David's face. I've just seen David's face. <laughs> David's trying to comprehend this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, because like... what you're saying is when she says, don't look at me like that. I mean, that like automatically, you know, right there, there's something between them. Yeah. yeah about Anakin being a Jedi and uh, uh, and he mentions love. And then Padme's like, love. I thought that was for bidding for a Jedi. And and she says that in a flirtatious like tone. And then through the entire next scenes, they are like flirtatious the entire time. So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm with Ray that I, I don't think the the relationship is very well written, particularly in Attack of the Clones. I um, wish it was. You know, I so do I. I mean, like, I don't like moments... I don't like Anakin's character in Attack of the Clones. I think he's really <laughs> how annoying. dare you? I'm just I'm, 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 you know I like Attack yeah. of the Clones as a movie, but like. When that came out I, well, first, well, yeah, I I think the writing like lends itself yeah. to like, not the I, audience okay. has to kind of fill in yeah. the stuff. It's not Love Wars; it's Star Wars. So, I mean, it's <laughs> I am not saying that like Attack of the Clones is my favorite film all time because it's not. It's probably one of my least favorites. But me growing up as a kid, I um uh like love is different for everyone, and uh uh and that was kind of like my my thing for that movie is that for some reason, somehow, Padme and Anakin were attracted to each other, even though they didn't want to be. And that's just how well, it happened. Anakin wanted, wanted it. Anakin. <laughs> so, well, well, okay. Are you an angel? Yeah, he wanted it, man. <laughs> I think from right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean... I think that if that is the biggest plot hole for the prequels, then, <laughs> then like, I just think that's funny. I want how I, you were I like. I hope yeah, there are so many people plot. out there just furiously typing an email of all their opinions on this. Wanna, Listen, Colin, I read. I know this. I want to know. I want to know who's right, and, Sam and, and I or Colin. <laughs> getting back to the, the whole point of this conversation, the thing about the prequels that I think it does a really good job is that the whole story is cohesive and it does a yes. phenomenal, Last, phenomenal job yeah. setting up the Empire, setting up yeah. like and, why and, and, Jedi and, 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 don't exist anymore. Yeah, and, and the all reason why things are so so interesting. Yeah, um, and, and the I reason why the, the is because of Drew- has that. That's like okay. that cohesive, like, wow, this is an incredibly cool story. Right. And so that's why I don't think that the sequels have as much like hope well, for the future. Well, the reason why the prequels and the and the and, and the original trilogy just mashed together perfectly is because of that was George Lucas's like full out like plot line from the beginning to end. And boom, yeah. that was it. And then with the sequels, it was taken over by totally different people. And and the and the fact that it goes JJ Abrams. Ryan Johnson, then J.J. Abrams again. Sometimes in the plot, the most important thing, like of a, of a whole like story, is is in the middle because of that is like the prime of the entire story. And when you have a different storyteller, um, telling a different story from 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 the beginning and the end stories, it's not going to match up. And that's exactly what happened. And then halfway through. You know, that happened, and Rise of Skywalker had to try and fix what happened in The Last Jedi. And you can tell by some of the lines of where, like, Rey throws a lightsaber in the fire, and then Luke comes up, and he's like, you are supposed to treat a Jedi's weapon with respect. And that's a clear bash to what happened in The Last Jedi, where Luke has the lightsaber and throws it over his shoulder. And you can tell that was written specifically for that. And it's just like, come on. Like, Like, come on. 
So it feels like there's a lot of that. Good. Even the first line of The Force Awakens, yeah. this will begin to make things right. I mean, that seemed like that was a bash towards the prequels. So yeah, yeah. I don't think it was written very well, uh, especially because of the biggest plot point, which I say all the time, and people like are like, "Wait, what?" Because of no joke, all Haldo had to do was tell Poe the plan, and then no one would have to go to Canto Bite. <laughs> No one would have to go to Canto Pite. No one would have died. Colin, you're making too and much that... sense right now. If you could just... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And that yeah. would have been... See, see, no, that is a plot point. Falling in love with someone is not a plot point, in my opinion. Well, playing devil's advocate. <laughs> I've, I've gone through a lot of that in my life. A lot of that. I've asked questions, and they just tell me, oh, you don't need to know that. I'm like, why not? Why can't you just tell me? It's like, okay, whatever. But I've seen a lot of that growing up. And yeah, it's yeah. super frustrating. But um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. But um, it's already yeah. done. There you go. <laughs> so episode yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. Episode 10. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's end what... up doing a Episode new trilogy <laughs> that like just yeah i i would just be really curious of what it would be like because... no more palpatine I, see, I would rather see like a negative one two and three mm, like a pre- that's interesting see, that would be like if they were going to make another trilogy well, like, um, quote-unquote skywalker saga which i think they should be done with the skywalker saga that's done but well, like if well were, i mean i don't think story, they are. i'd like to see it on they the like planet. technically are like they aren't doing any more like full out, you know, episodes where it's going to be. Well, okay, I see David making a face, but like, I think it's going to be. I don't think we'll, you know, years later have a, um, like a hundred and ten, like year old version of Han Solo, like of being a Force Ghost or something. Like, I, I, I don't think we'll see that. I think we'll see something new where, I think. What what Sam said, where it could take place in the in the New Republic or the High Republic. I think that's what a lot of fans want. Is the well, Old, old Republic. Republic is what the yeah. fans really really want. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's it's because of that game was so good. It was done so well, and I just remember when they were talking about doing TV shows, everyone was voting for Old Republic, and then when they announced like, oh hey, we were doing the High Republic, that's cool and all. But we like really, really want to see more of of Darth Malak and Darth and Darth Raven and those characters live action because of that is where we really dive deeper into the Force and 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 what really defines the light side and what really defines the dark side and then you have that spot in the middle. So I think that is what would make that show so great is because you would have characters that would be like battling it more than Anakin most likely because of that is what the games were like where near the middle of the game, then you would be able to, you know, say, I'm going to be in the light side. I'm going to be in the dark side. And throughout the game, you were making these, these decisions that would, you know, lean you towards each side. And I think that would make a great movie or a show um, uh, because of it's exactly what Anakin went through but it would be totally different characters and and it would be in a totally different era. So we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, seeing, oh, hey, look, there's R2, D2, and C3PO, like how they just pop up like in every other show now. Like we wouldn't have to worry about that because they're not made and it would be it's Star Wars, but it's own thing. And that's what's great about the Mandalorian as well, because it's its own thing. And I think they need to keep doing shows like that. 
Now with Kenobi, it's different because of that's something we've wanted since day one. As soon as like Disney got the rest of Lucasfilm, I know a lot of people were saying like, boom, let's do Kenobi. And that show is going to be remarkable. I cannot wait for this show. Um, and then the fact that we're also getting a rematch um, uh, of Anik- uh, of Obi-Wan versus Vader is going to be really cool to see. Uh, and and just more of Hayden Christensen as well is is going to be a dream come true. So I am I'm very excited. But I think doing an old Republic show would be a very smart idea. I want to see I want to see Plagueis on screen. I want to see yep. like even like a young Qui Gon or something would be cool. You know, yeah, like, like, yeah, a young Palpatine played by Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yes, like that would be really cool. There's a lot there, especially with like you could have Plagueis be the, the the antagonist, you know, and like do a whole yeah. thing with that. That'd be so cool. So cool. Yeah. With with uh, Jedi again. Oh, I love Jedi. That's all. Hopefully Acolyte does that. That's yeah. that's I think what, what everyone's kind of wanting. But that um, like show is supposed to be at the end of the High Republic and it's kind of supposed to fall into like the era of like the Phantom Menace and all that. So um, what order do all these republics go in? It goes the old, it goes the old republic, it goes the high republic, and then you know the the prequels, the originals, and then the sequels. So okay. the so the so the old republic takes thousands of years, um, like before like the events of Phantom Menace, and then the high republic takes two like like the first novel takes place two hundred years before the events of Phantom Menace. Okay. So, you have that time yeah. gap gap between, and then the new Acolyte show is going to take, I believe, like maybe, mm, I don't think they've they've like said exactly like of what the year timeline is of it. But I thought they said two hundred years before Phantom Menace. Oh, really? Okay. I so, thought that so, that's what they were claiming, but yeah, that's the time of like Plagueis. Okay. So they they could yeah. really kind of delve into that, but yeah, then there's New Republic, which is the Republic after the second Death Star explosion. Right. And I'm trying and to re-solidify right. order in the galaxy. That's like right. the, the Mandalorian time. And that, yeah, because of that takes place during that 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 30 year mm-hmm. gap from Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And if you want to learn more about that, I would play Star Wars Battlefront 2. I would play Squadrons because that is like in the heart, like the prime of when the New Republic is happening. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Cool. All right. I so- it would be cool to see on screen too. Yeah, that would be a pretty cool movie to see as well. well or a series, Battle of Jakku, oh, where we yeah. see all the debris land on Jakku and Lost Stars. We actually stuff. get to play freaking that. cool to have like yeah, Star Destroyers and stuff like yeah, all on the planets. That's something we haven't really seen on screen. Yeah, so. you actually get to play that in the campaign for for, for Stars Battle. It's the last mission. It's it's really cool, but I agree. Because of you're like mainly focused on like you know flying and then you, you know do certain missions. I want to see like the full out like flight on the ground and then just looking up and I'm just seeing you know. Um, but there's a fan um, series going out called Bucketheads and and they dropped the trailer you know a while ago and they are doing that for that series where it leads up to the Battle of Jakku. So I um, and I know David's been saying for a while that one day fan films are going to be a lot better than than the new stuff that they're making. Um, it feels like by the end of this decade they're going to match the the quality of what Lucasfilm does. That is yeah. does. that's really interesting. I, I haven't I didn't think about that, but you're right. It's becoming more, so much more accessible to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And 
And the reason why is because of the fan films. The people who are making these have more freedom than people over at Lucasfilm do. So mm -hmm. they can give exactly what the people want. Um, uh, and when when you're making a film over at Lucasfilm, it's more difficult because you have to go through you know, numbers of people before something gets approved. And when you're making a fan film, all you have to do really is saying like, hey, we are not making any profit off of this. This is a fan film and stuff. And then you can do a lot of stuff with it. Like there's so much that you, you can do as long as you put that in front of your fan film and somewhere in it, then you really can do a lot of stuff. Like as, as long as people know it's not canon and then you're not making any profit off it, then yeah, um, yeah, you can. Because there are numerous films. Like I, I, I love... I love the I love the buckethead stuff. If you guys haven't watched that, check that out. That is really cool. Um, uh, there's also one that Star Wars Theory did, which is okay. And then um, uh, and then there's like a Bosque one as well, which which is really good too. So I I suggest looking into fan films because th there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, it was kind of visions before visions in a way. Yeah, but live yeah. action. And I don't, it, it kind of irks me that Lucasfilm doesn't take what they've done in comics and books and just make them a live action series or, or yeah. film. I don't know why they don't just do that. Uh, they would, it, it kind of might look like a cash grab, but I mean, I think it'd be totally awesome to get live action stuff of like Lost Stars and even the video games too, with like Starkiller. I mean, it doesn't have oh, yeah. to be canon. Obviously no. they're doing Visions, which is not canon. I mean, they can do Starkiller stuff, and I think that would be super successful. Yeah. Oh, no. And, of course, you got Sam Witwer still young enough to play the role, I think. Yeah. So. And it's awesome that he's played that character, and then he plays Darth Maul. So it's like, you know, he, he can go back and forth. Cause I feel and like he does an awesome where... Palpatine as well. Yeah. Even oh, yeah. yeah he Palpatine. does that, too. Yeah. Um, but there was the new Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales that came out. And they were, you know, they like did a, a bunch poster. of stuff. Yeah. I love that tagline. Oh my gosh. All work all, and all, no poor makes Darth a dull toy. That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, <laughs> they 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 definitely did a hint at some other um like Halloween classics and they actually did have a lot of stuff from um from the shining because of there's a point where Cardula the Hut, which is like Jabba's cousin or whatever is like hiding in the closet and then there's this droid that has an like an axe or something and breaks down the droid like like makes a hole in the door and it's like the scene from the shining and he pops his head through and he's like he's and he's like here's droid um two two four one seven five and then like he get, he gets killed or something and i'm just like okay um uh yeah but, i'm looking for the apollo 11 easter egg in this poster <laughs> yeah um uh but yeah so it was interesting it went through like three tales um the like main villain of it was the uh was the assistant guy from rogue one there was an old dude that came to darth vader and was like hey um director krennic has arrived and he's like the old man with the hooded whatever and then like he's like the main villain of this and he's only got like one line in rogue one and you're just like okay cool so mm -hmm. uh yeah so he ends up uh um, being the villain and he tells three tales and there's one tale oh, by the way spoiler um uh, <laughs> um uh he uh he like ends up uh, uh he ends up telling uh uh a story of how kylo became kylo ren and it's you know again these aren't canon but there's like a um there's like this guy 
that is like the leader of the Knights of Ren and uh, and he's got like a long gray mane and and I guess he kind of puts himself off as this really cool dude and uh, and then and then Ben doesn't want to do like anything bad and and then they're like oh you're being a Kylo and then he's like hey what does that mean and that means like I guess you know that you're a coward or something like that. And uh, and then they kept calling it. And then when Ben turns evil, he's like, Kylo, I like that name. And then he takes the name on Kylo Ren. And you're just like, OK. Uh, and then there's another one where uh, where the emperor sends Darth Maul, like um, where he's like, hey, because of Darth Maul comes back or whatever for the Night Sisters. And he's got like the spider legs and he, and he goes and finds the emperor. And the emperor's like, if, if you find me this light, this old Sith lightsaber artifact, I will. Um, I will let you be my apprentice again. And then he also sends General Grievous on the same thing, except the lightsaber has like a mind mind control thing or whatever. So they let go. And then like um, him and Darth Maul just have this big battle. And it's just a bunch of, you know, cutting, cutting Darth Maul in half again. And then like him just cutting off, you know, the general's limbs and stuff. Uh, and then the emperor like takes it and then ends up breaking like the artifact and he throws it away whatever and then the final one which i thought was interesting actually is if luke um actually joined the empire in a new hope where he actually joined the imperial academy uh and then he just is working with darth vader and that and then they end up doing like the training scene from empire strikes back where where, we know how yoda's teaching luke but darth vader teaching luke and they actually have like darth vader like riding on luke's back and he's like running yes (laughs) yeah so i was just like oh okay and uh uh uh, and and then they end up uh, um, doing the Death Star battle, and 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 it does the X wing scene again, except um, Leia's Red Five, and then and then old Ben is there as well, and he's flying in an X wing as um, too, and then Luke is trying to impress Vader, and and he tries to shoot Leia, and then Leia dodges it, and then he does the torpedoes. And it misses, and then it blows up the Death Star. So I guess in these two timelines, Luke blows up the Death Star, except this time he didn't mean to. Um, and then th- they end up fighting or whatever. It turns out like the old like guy or whatever was telling these stories so he could get all these artifacts or whatever. So then he looks like a Transformer. He fights the guy, and then like Poe um, and and the other kid or whatever like save. I mean like save the day, and then. Poe says like, "Hey, you know, I have a friend Ray, and sh- and she's good with the Force. Maybe she can teach you." And then that's the end of the episode. But it was interesting because if they ended up going to Mustafar, and they just happened to land, uh, um, in front of Vader's old castle, and then Jabba's cousin tried to turn it into like a ho- into like a dark side hotel or something. I don't know. It was really. <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch it on Halloween. Actually, it's it's 46 minutes long. It looks like. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It was actually long. I didn't think it was going to be that long, but yeah. So there is the rundown. Um, it's it's probably a lot better than how I described it, but yeah. So well, I don't think I need to go. watch it now. Was- yeah. <laughs> my, my, I think I just my, did. Yeah, I know exactly. But my only thing is, is that Max Rebo didn't show up like he did in the Christmas Lego Holiday Special. What? My only, yeah, I know, I know, and that I consider canon. Like in some parts of that, I do consider camp, but, uh, but yeah. Yep. So there's, there's my breakdown of the terrifying tales. Ha ha. But, uh, and then my question to you all is 
what are our expectations and predictions for the Luka Boba Fett and Kenobi? What's the number one things that we really want to see in the show, what we don't want to see, and what we think might happen? Yeah, for me, I think before Robert Rodriguez said that they they over-delivered, I was figuring that we're, we were going to get at least one legacy character, like maybe show a flashback of, of Han Solo and Carbonite, or maybe something with Luke Skywalker. But the one thing that I really want to see is them going all the way back to Return of the Jedi and showing him falling in the Sarlacc pit and him climbing out or jetpacking out of there. Um, that's probably I'd my love to see that. That'd be an awesome way to even do it like pre like title screen. Yeah. Yeah. A book of Boba Fett's like throwback. He goes in the Sarlacc pit. You see like him climb out or something and then book of Boba Fett comes up or something. I feel like that's going to be so claustrophobic though of like of just seeing him in, in there because of, I mean, because of we like kind of got that in the Star Wars robot chicken special, but like <laughs> seeing me live action is going to be really, yeah, I know. Um, we've already, already, like seen, it. We've like, already seen it. Like, <laughs> really big though. <laughs> but seeing that in live action is going to be really interesting because of it's going to be inside like a, like a monster. And then he's going to like crawl out of it. But they also hinted um, in season two, like the first episode of Mandalorian that, um, uh, that the crate dragon actually, uh, it actually ate it. So it would be an interesting tie in if, if we ended up seeing it, like it getting eaten and then somehow like Boba Fett, like kind of crawls out of that situation. Um, Uh Yeah. uh, So yeah, he's in the Sarlacc and then the crate dragon comes and eats that. So he's in the Sarlacc instead of a crate dragon. Yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah. But my biggest one is I want to see a flashback of how Boba gets the dent in his helmet. And it was hinted at, hinted at, um, at a, at a, at a deleted scene of, um, of Clone Wars episode that never aired. And it was Cad Bane versus Boba Fett. And then they have a shootout and then Boba gets this giant dent in his helmet from Cad Bane. And then he, Boba shoots Cad Bane in the head. And it was hinted at that is canon because in, in Bad Batch, we actually see Cad Bane have like a, um, play on his head of where it looks like he got shot in the head so it'd be really interesting to see that live action and there's been rumors and like a possible leak that Cad Bane was seen on set, like someone looking like Cad Bane was seen on set so that would be very very cool in my opinion those are my top things that I want to see in there yeah like oh. I was saying Rob Rodriguez said they way over delivered and it feels like we're going to get everyone and everything that we're expecting. It feels like, Oh, wait, like, wait, I'm sorry. And Max Rebo. I want to see. Yeah, Max I was Rebo kind of surprised and... you didn't no, say no. that first. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I want a see, brand new you know, band, right? Y- yes. Like some, some new players because of everyone died except Max Rebo. And that's how they kind of described it. in in the Lego holiday special of where he shows up and, and, uh, and Poe's like, hey, where's the rest of your band? And then he tells, like, you know, C3P or something, or Rose, I forget who's translating for him. And then Poe's like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. So I was like, okay. So that's, so they're kind of hinting at that Max Reed was going to be there. So if seeing him live action again, oh man, that that is going to be a dream come true. They, they, so they have to, obviously, we're going to be inside of uh, Jabba's Palace. So yeah. there has to be a band. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I oh, don't yeah. see them doing that scene without having some music there. Right. So yeah, I'd be curious if it's 
yeah, maybe Max, it's, Max. Maybe, it's, maybe it's Max's son or something too. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I really want to see Cad Bane. That's kind of at the top of my list. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see like the like the the dark world of, of Star Wars. You know, the the crime underworld. Yeah, yeah exactly. Underworld, yeah. Thank you. Um, we we have to see a little bit of that Mandalorian stuff, but I think there's a lot of really really interesting things in that. Thirteen, um, thirteen, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. I'm re- I'm really excited for like, Boba Fett. I think I'm I don't know. I, I'm actually kind of equal between that and Kenobi. If I'm honest, they're pretty equal to me. Oh yeah. Um, and and not only that, we're also getting the Andor series as well, which mm. a lot of people aren't talking about. So I'm thinking around November twelfth. Because of that date is Disney Plus Day that we are going to get a lot of news, yeah, sure. um, and and possibly some teasers. And short um, troopers are coming back. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Ray, what's the main things that you want to see happen in, in, in the book of Boba Fett? I don't really know. I guess I'm kind of curious now that he's like taking over Jabba's palace, like. What he's gonna do with that? I I think he's gonna become like the new like crime crime lord. lord. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'd I'd be I'd be interested to see like all of that kind of like what Sam said like that seedy underbelly. Yeah. Well, side. one thing that's interesting to me about that about him being like you know, basically being Jabba now is like we know a fair amount about the huts like throughout Star Wars and stuff, and I mean that's kind of like. I mean, in a way, Jabba's, like, responsible for all like, the slavery and stuff on Tatooine. And I'm curious to see how, like, they do that. Because, like, we, we've kind of seen Boba Fett now in Mandalorian where he's almost like a quote-unquote good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's still, like, he's he's a simple man, you know, making his way through the galaxy or whatever. Um, but, uh, like, he, he has, has to still be a, a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, like... You are sounding like Hutt's... you're from the movie Rocket Ralph. <laughs> Because of like of that um, scene where it's no, like, but, you... but, what I, but I'm curious is they can't make Boba Fett like this like really bad guy. We have to be rooting for that character, right? Yeah. Because you, you want to root for for Boba Fett, but I mean the thing is, there's a lot of messed up stuff that like the Huts were doing. You know, I mean, they were straight up gangsters. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how they weigh that on screen. Um, yeah. So also, I'm curious to see how like Tatooine has like evolved since we last saw it, and not to be totally predictable but sabe and tanra were sent by padme to tatooine to help slaves escape so i'm wondering if there's any like impact from that like of like what they did like any residuals of the things that they did there they're not going to be in it themselves but like i don't know Uh, if they had any impact on like the slave trade in tatooine do you well so I could see them doing a mention, but do you think that Kira Knightley would actually come back and do like a small cameo of, of coming up and being like, "Hey, I'm Sabe from Phantom Menace." Hi. I don't like, think so because she's only ever seen the Phantom Menace and doesn't even know who she played. <laughs> okay. Well, we know she who thought she, she played, played Padme. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no. I think um, I think that show is going to be phenomenal because it's going to be something that it's going to bring a lot of memories. Because I I 
I would be surprised if we didn't see Bosk or IG88 or 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 some of those bounty hunters in yeah, some way. Yeah. Bosk better uh, show up. Oh yeah, dude. Oh man. I think um, I think it's time. Bosk is trendy yeah. right now. I know I said that a oh, while yeah. ago to Colin. Bosk <laughs> yeah. is ridiculously trendy right now. So he's uh, gotta show up. Hunter is actually working on that costume r- r- right now too. So I guarantee if like he pops up, he's gonna be you know trying to get that finished. We'll uh, have to change the costume. We'll have to do the book <laughs> version. Yeah. Um, uh, but that is going to, it's, it's going to have that new feeling like Mandalorian did, but it's going to have, it's, it, it's, it's going to be a little bit different than Mandalorian because we're dealing with actual characters that were in the, uh, in the original trilogy. So with, with Mandalorian, yes, we had Luke, um, and we had Boba, uh, and R2D2, but they were like small cameos. Now we're going to be focusing on Boba Fett as a main character, which we've never really done before, besides you know some arcs in the, in, in the Clone Wars and the Clone Wars TV show. But like having him as the main character, there's a lot of possible, uh, a possible things that's going to blow people's minds. Because I know we've talked about you know, hey, you know, here's Luke Skywalker. Why not do that with you know a young Han Solo and Chewie showing up? Because having yeah. them like show up would be really really cool to see, and they have they have the deep fake stuff now, and you know Harrison Ford could put more um, cash in his pocket by not even being on screen and just using some young person's you know um, you know thing, and then like and and then having their his face put onto a younger person's body, taking his boom. face off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it there's a lot of possibilities that they could do. And that's actually how they could do future film, you know, films in the future of being like, Oh, Hey, we like want to do a sequel trilogy, but we want to go like kind of leave off like directly of where we came from, from the rise of Skywalker. And it's like 50 years later. So then they can just do like the, um, they could use the deep, deep fake technology and they could use someone else, but it could still be, you know, Daisy really, but the deep fake technology and they could just do a younger yeah. version of her. That, so, I mean, that is really interesting and it kind of yeah. gets this weird world because I mean, they could make mm-hmm. sequels to movies from like the 50s, yeah, you know, yeah. And um, that, that's there's the new weird. Ghostbusters coming out too that I'm kind of curious if if they're going to do that with any of the characters because of, um, <laughs> uh, because of it's set now, Hell right? Is- yeah, it's yeah. set now, but of course. Yeah, but they could definitely do like a flashback sequence or okay, or, sure, or, yeah. or something like that, and and then they could definitely do that. So that's the great thing about deep fake technology is that you can do anything from any era. And just seeing you know Han Solo again, like in his prime, of just showing up to Jabba's palace and being like, "Oh man, here's Boba Fett," and then they have like a shootout or something. Is, that is would be there awesome. a moral dilemma like bringing? actors who are dead back to life on screen I and mean, we already kind of had that um yeah. it's up to the, the estate. actor's estate yeah. yeah gotcha because of they have because of they have definitely done that um, uh, and they also did that for the rise of skywalker where um uh where where they did the flashback scene of luke and leia you know training in the forest and right yeah that was carrie fisher's daughter that was like you know the body her, but but then yeah. they just put her leia's yeah. face on her so yeah so deep I feel like technology is cool, but it's kind of interesting of what the do's and don'ts are. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I feel like we need to do like a book of Boba Fett bingo. Have like a card and like pick our people that are gonna show up. Boss Dengar. Re- oh yeah, because <laughs> Max Rebo has to be on there. Max Rebo has to be like, yeah. 
And I feel like it's going to at least have one really shocking moment, like the Baby Yoda for season one, and then the Luke Skywalker for season, for season two. Yeah, What's going to really shock baby. us? It's going to be yeah, Max Rebo's yeah, I got to <laughs> replace Grogu. I think they they. It, I feel like it's kind of a stable. They have to do that in like episode one. You know what I mean? Like something crazy has to happen. To, they yeah. probably will, and they'll probably do. They'll probably do. Maybe that Jabba's before, still alive. Before Kenobi. No, no. <laughs> I no. mean, everybody's everybody's he, survived. Star Wars so maybe, far, so. maybe Jabba's son. <laughs> oh yeah, is in the Rancor pit. Yeah, uh, maybe Zero the Hut shows up. Or like, completely like, forgot about Jabba's from, son. Uh, Zero yeah. is dead, but yeah. we we actually don't know what happened to Stinky because of that's what they call him. Stinky, Stinky. That's yeah. 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 The, wow, I that, never thought of that. Right there, that's that really would be about. really interesting. Of like him coming up and be like, hey. You're in my dad's chair, and then Boba's like, "Bring it on!" And then like, like this, he, like he like kind of just kind of like it's like this adolescent over. hut. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us with a wig. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm- send me send me your craziest ideas, and I'll make a bingo chart. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Okay. Well, I don't think it has to be craziest ideas. I think maybe one or two spots, depending on how many squares we have. No, but uh, I think you, we should play some type of game like that. Do you think that we will see anything from the um, from the Empire, like at all? Like, I think that we might see like a couple of stormtroopers or something like that if they end up going to Moss Eisley. I think we will definitely go to Moss Eisley and some other different places on Tatooine. And yeah, that's now. that's one of the squares on the bingo card, Moss Eisley. Yeah. I want yep. to see pod racing in some, even if it's just like a passing scene. Boon to that Eve. Would be cool. That's another yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff that they can do. Um, I would like to know what happened to the original bartender from uh, from episode four. Because if Joy you go probably to that, got him. Well, if you go to that first episode, yeah. Because if if, if, if if you go to the fifth episode of the first season of Mandalorian, the original cantina is, is taken over by droids. So it's like, what happened? And yeah. and for people who don't know, the reason why um, that, that that the bartender didn't like droids in the bar was because his parents were killed during the Clone Wars by droids. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's your I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah. That was a fun fact. But yeah. So I would love to see more of that. But I think a bingo card is a good idea. And, you know, maybe if our and then maybe we could have our listeners do it, too. And then by the end of the season, if someone gets um, if someone gets a bingo or, or like the first person to send us a message or something, then maybe they could get a shout out or or a giveaway or something. I don't know, something. Yeah, That'd be cool. That yeah. would be cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's funny because you think about Kenobi. We're constantly thinking about Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, but I I keep on totally forgetting that O'Shea Jackson Jr. is going to be in this, and. Yeah, it's weird, right? Wait, wait, Ice, Ice Cube's son. Oh, okay. I was trying to think who. Yeah, as okay. well as Kumail Nanjiani, he's going to be yeah. in it too. And it's now, like we're not even has, thinking about those guys. Now, has his role been confirmed? I think he's yeah. a droid, isn't he? I could well, I think we're droid. all thinking he's going to be some type of droid because oh, okay. uh, of the casting has been comedian. confirmed, not the character that they play. Right. But at the same time, he is and also... no leaks either. I haven't seen any yeah. leaks. Yeah, um, at all, right? But at the same time, that actor is also ripped right now from being in the movie Eternal, so he could totally be a Sith Inquisitor or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett. Now let's talk about our expectations and what we want to see in Kenobi. 
I have a lot um, uh, because of that is going to be dealing with a hardcore fan favorite character. And not just that, it's going to be dealing with Anakin as well, Darth Vader in his prime. And that's going to be really, really exciting to see. Yeah, um, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, so I want... was like intimidating. I mean, he is in, in, in uh, A New Hope, yeah. but not as intimidating yeah, as we more see. More mobile like, now, possibly. Yeah, I mean, like think about Kylo Ren, right? It's that, yeah. but with Darth Vader. Like, <laughs> man, that's cool. I would like to see a Clone Wars flashback. I think that's my biggest one of seeing a younger version of Ahsoka and stuff like that. And I think something they could probably do that would blow everyone away because of, you know, Natalie Portman came, came, is coming back to Thor. So I was like, why not come back to Star Wars? Think that about could be the big reveal. Yeah. Um, uh, think about him, you know, of, of Vader being over at his castle on Mustafar or, or whatever. And then he ends up being, you know, he ends up having a force, vision and he turns around and and it's this like illusion of padme there and then they have a conversation like how mind-blowing would that be i know ray would probably flip out um uh uh but just seeing like that would be really cool um because on mustafar that is uh there's like just stories of other force ghosts being there and mustafar actually has um really big sith ties um uh like just all together so there's a lot of potential there that we could definitely see other um sith characters like of like of ghosts or something like that where Darth Vader has that um kind of journey there even though we don't know how big of a part he's going to play even though there's going to be a fight um between him and Obi-Wan but I would love to see that where we see more of the human side of him again where he is dealing with the battle of i can't believe i did order 66 and i loved my wife and now she's gone but i can't turn back because i'm evil like i want to see him battling with his demons i think and 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 the same thing with obi-wan of dealing with the trauma from mustafar of killing of at that point he he thought he killed anakin who who he treated as a brother like he loved him and it's going to be i really want to see him deal with that i want to see anakin deal with that and then when they see each other again and realize they're both alive i want to see that so much and it's going to be phenomenal and then adding to the point where we'll probably see some sith inquisitors and then adding the empire to that and moss eisley and seeing you know during that point you know it's the prime time of the empire so we might see some other faces and possibly some other jedi that we thought were dead that there's a lot of stuff that can happen in the series, but those are my expectations. How about you guys? I want to know why Uncle Ben hates Obi Wan so much. You mean Uncle Owen? Uncle Owen, not Uncle yeah. Ben. I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> Thinking about rice. It's been uh, a long two months, guys. <laughs> yep, and we're so glad you're back. Uh, but the so. I think there's a comic book that actually shows um, that talks about like Owen not liking him. And I think it's because of he's kind of putting um, of just Obi-Wan being there is kind of putting like a threat on their life um, of just because of it's still up in the air if Obi-Wan's still alive. So so he, he's undercover, but he also doesn't want um, he doesn't want uh, Obi-Wan to train Luke because he's afraid that he'll turn out like Anakin because of. I think something we'll see is that, you know, maybe we might see Obi-Wan dropping him off to 
to Owen and Baru again and then telling him what happened to Anakin because it I I I think you know it would be dumb if like they if Obi-Wan didn't tell um uh and um like tell them what happened to Anakin um uh, because of it's even hinted at um in a new hope where 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 Amperu is saying like, oh, hey, he is, um, uh, he's just like his father. And then Owen says, that's what I'm afraid of. So I think there's a hint at they do have their conversation. And I would love to see that conversation too. Uh, but I think that's the main reason why is because of Owen doesn't want Luke to turn like Vader, like to, to like to turn into the next Anakin. I think yeah, I'm just, I'm curious if he like right off the bat didn't like Obi-Wan or if like, they got along and like something happened. Yeah, something happened. Huh. And yeah. just a young Luke. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think we're very much gonna see what was the reason for Aunt Baru to give Uncle Owen that look at the uh, dinner table there in a new hope. Um and it's gonna be interesting, I think, to see how they tie in a new hope and some of those lines like Tarkin thought Obi-Wan had had been dead by now. Did they get into such an epic duel that they thought that Obi-Wan was like mortally wounded or something? Yeah. And then he returns back and maybe Obi-Wan mortally wounds Vader. And yeah. that's the explanation of why they fight like two old men in <laughs> A New Hope. And you kind of give that some more kind of credence to, to why that was why that duel played out the way it did. Um, right, and how much of Hayden Christensen in the suit are we going to see? How are they going to pull that off? Is, are we going to be in his like iron lung chamber a lot of the time, and when he has possibly has that Padme flashback? Are we going to see we... them fight in a yeah. big room that Vader can be sustained without being in the entire suit? And maybe that's where the duel takes place, and then that's how we get to see. Anakin possibly yeah. or Hayden Christensen in the flash. I would love to. Yeah. I mean, because of right now, Anakin's hate is built up so much like for Obi-Wan and, and it's still fresh, even though it's, this is like, you know, eight or I, I believe it's 10 years after episode three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's still there. So it's, it's going to be awesome to like see, you know, them, you know, just kind of walking around the corner being like, you cut off my legs, you son of a bantha. And then like he turns in the <laughs> lightsaber and he runs towards him and, and, and something like that. Like I I think that's gonna be a, um like very awesome to see. And you know the music is gonna be so haunting when that fight happens. And um uh and we'll probably hear um a rendition of the song The Battle of Heroes, which you hear when they fight on Mustafar, except it's yeah. gonna be, you know, like a different version of it. Yeah. And, oh, it's gonna be so cool. It's, it's gonna be so yeah, cool. Yeah, it's the guys. rematch. Yeah. 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 But uh Sam, how about you? Uh yeah, everything you said. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, David. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I I don't know. Um, I, I'm curious to see things. Um, obviously, I love you and McGregor as Obi Wan. So, I mean, just having that on screen again is going he, to. Just... He has to say hello there. Oh, he I hope say so. It. Yeah, he's going to say that, it. Will? that will be on our bingo card for Kenobi. <laughs> is, okay, that, like, has to be he's already done it twice. So, would yeah. you do it a third time? 
I um, think is, he is would. Um, and uh, and 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 it's funny because of people. Um, because of Clone Wars actually made it where um where General Grievous actually said that first before Obi Wan. Um, uh. It was uh, it was the episode of I, I I believe I remember Ray telling me this is that it's um it's the episode of where Obi Wan is acting like a, a ballerina where where like he's like jumping around it's um uh it's the malevolence episode um where like he like goes to shut down like the shields or something like that for, for like the ship and uh and then he like jumps down and then he says hello there and then. Uh, and then Obi-Wan and him have that fight. So, and technically in canon, General Grievous said it first, even though Obi-Wan said it in episode three before the Clone Wars TV show came out. Is but, that the new uh, Han shot first? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Grievous, Grievous said yeah. hello there first. <laughs> yeah, except it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's really funny because if that is a meme, like, hello there is a meme, and it's just one line. And Hello, there's gonna be the free space on the bingo card. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of that is like a guarantee. It's it's gonna happen. Like it's it's gonna happen. And 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 then something as well is it's gonna um something with the high ground is gonna happen as well. Like of of just so, some some type of mention with the high ground, I could see definitely happening. It's gonna so be a redo of the episode three fight. Uh, no, no. Yeah, here's something. Here's something I'm curious though about. You haven't they, learned <laughs> about how they do the interaction between Obi Wan and Anakin because yeah. I want there to be like enough time in between like them seeing each other where they don't like ruin their interaction in A New Hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like um, if they've been seeing each other a bunch of times, then it kind of kills that, you know, like right. shoot. They right. Yeah, I don't think they will. Yeah, I, I think they'll work it out. I mean, I kind of like the Mustafar being the last time they saw each other. Yeah, and so like I'm okay with them seeing each other, but like it it worries me a little bit to see how that works a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I, I get that. Um. So I don't know. That that's interesting. I want one bold prediction. I'm curious about because you're talking about how do we see Hayden Christensen like as Darth Vader it's just going to be Darth Vader. Um, I mean, is it a possibility that we could see like a a different Darth Vader suit, quote unquote, of some sort where it's like a half suit? You know what I mean? And maybe he looks super cool and it's like, you know, half mask, you know. Almost yeah. like a Bacta mobile version of the suit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, that'd be a way where you could see <laughs> Looking like, like Christensen Mr. Freeze. Darth Vader. And that could be like <laughs> an incredibly, incredibly cool costume. Um, but what what... What I'm not sure about that is obviously we saw Darth Vader as Darth Vader at the mm-hmm. end of Revenge of the Sith. And obviously he looks basically identical in A New Hope. Um, so yeah. I don't know if it'd be like sacrilegious to like have well, a different I believe Darth Vader costume. Vader's part of it. costume changes uh, in each film, kind of like the lightsaber changes. I mean, yes, so, yes, but not like significantly at all. We're like, I think we're, we're led to believe that it's the same suit, maybe with just different modifications. Yeah, but I could see like mm-hmm. this early on, like them tweaking the design a bit. But for the, the thing show. is, the thing is, is that he had like the exact suit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so it's not well, like well, there's yeah. this. So there can't so, be like this evolution of Darth Vader's suit, which would which would be awesome. Unless he just has like new accessories, like there's <laughs> accessories purchased separately, kind of a thing. Darth he has a jetpack now. And- <laughs> <laughs> He like just kind of pulls it out like he's just like let's go no but um i think i could see them doing something very similar to the um to the ralph nick version 
of Vader from the concept um, art that they did for New Hope for him. I could see something very similar to that. I could see them doing um, uh, something that, that David and I were talking about earlier is that um, is that they could definitely do the thing from you know how we see like Iron Man in his suit and then it shows that like his like his head and and like inside the suit. They could definitely do a shot of that, of uh, uh of where it is, it, it is like you know Anakin inside the suit. Like it's not gonna look like Iron Man, but it's just gonna be him like in the dark shaded suit. It's gonna be kind of lit up so we can see like his burnt face and stuff. That would be cool to see like Hayden like in that element of where it's like inside the suit and we're in, and that would be like a really cool shot because if we've got that scene in Empire Strikes Back where um where the where the officer walks in and then we see like his like top of the helmet coming on, like on top of his head or whatever. I would love to see the inside of his helmet. And we're seeing like, like Hayden's face as Anakin, but all burnt up and stuff. And I'm, I, and, and, and I can't wait to see the behind the scenes stuff um, uh, for that. Cause it's going to, um, because of, they haven't, you know, worn these costumes since, since 2005 to, to 2004, like since revenge of the Sith. Well, they're so going to be gonna... new costumes. Film well, costumes weren't built to last. <laughs> well, yeah, but it it just it must feel like you're traveling back in time of just yeah. putting on those cloaks again, and then you know having a lightsaber again and being like, oh wow, I'm 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 doing this again. Like this is my life. How many cloaks is Obi Wan going to lose? Because mm. <laughs> he drops it all the time. <laughs> like total grandma it's me anastasia kind of a drop <laughs> um oh i uh, we could probably definitely see some cameos from other actors like from the clone wars like i could see them doing another matt lanter cameo i could see them doing a james arnold taylor cameo who plays what we want in the clone wars um, I could see them doing something with like a flashback of where like obi-wan's looking at, at an old hologram picture of a satine um so like those kind of things uh i Ooh, think I our bingo we'll get a live action team i know so I'm, I'm i'm hoping we see that i think at this point you know we know that james old jones is going to be voicing fader like like we just know that because if they do if they don't do james old jones it's like what is wrong like why but um uh because of he has done vader for star wars rebels and that's a cartoon so that would be I wonder nice. if that respeacher technology they use on oh. Mark Hamill is going to be utilized finally. Because I know in Rogue One they got James Earl Jones to just do right. the straight up dialogue and they just recorded it and put it on the on the mix. Right. But so, he's he's getting older, he's getting up there in age and his voice is not sounding as youthful as eh. it did. He like just uh he was in 2019 he was Mufasa like he he came back and and did the voice of Mufasa oh, yeah, again. Good. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Good. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, yeah, he's always sounded like an old man. So. <laughs> um. Uh. But so I think on a bingo card that we have to have um, uh, Force Ghost or probably not Force Ghost, but like oh the Force Voice of Liam Neeson. I think I think we should have that on our on our Kenobi bingo card as well. Because that could almost be another free space, too. Because you gotta figure that <laughs> come on, something yeah, Qui Gon's gonna happen. Okay, fine, either um, a mention or yeah, we haven't um, seen, I didn't even think about that. We haven't, we've never seen like Force Ghost Qui Gon, and we like no. definitely know he exists, so. right? Because of he like 
does come back to the force and well okay actually you know what that's not true we actually did see a force ghost of of qui-gun in the, the clone, clone wars, wars when yeah. they ended up going to um to mortis um yeah. with like the son and the daughter and then the father where it's like the yeah so and liam neeson actually did come back and do that and then they actually did the arc of where liam neeson kind of trains yoda which is really cool too so uh you think we'll see yoda Frank yeah, yeah. That, that's a good spot on the bingo card. That yeah. would be a good one to. They still got the puppet from the Last Jedi. They could totally yeah. use it. Yeah. Oh, they, I love um, that puppet. It looks yeah. so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because of like, oh man, yeah. Because of that, oh, I'm I'm so excited for next year's guys. Because it's like it's 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 it, it's gonna be Star Wars nonstop. It's yeah, it's gonna be wall to wall. It's gonna be so good. Because of this year has been the year of Marvel. We we really have not gotten a break of Marvel this entire year. And, and it's been going since January. And we are getting Marvel projects every single month until the end of the year. And like, yeah, there will be some Marvel stuff next year. But it's not going to be as big as it was this year. And with Star Wars, it's going to be big next year because of the Book of Boba Fett, Kenobi, Andor, the second season of Bad Batch, the new Star Wars game. We got more books coming in. Um, and and we have a bunch of new merchandise coming out as well, and then we have Star Wars Celebration. So that's going to be the ultimate year of Star Wars, and that's what I've been waiting for. So I am so excited for it. It's going to be phenomenal, um, uh, and we should do a... Um, and I'm, I'm actually excited to do the whole bingo card thing because of it's going to be like us watching and be like, oh, I need to mark it off. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, and we can just do that with every single like new show that um, that comes out, and then we can also talk about the Endor series as well because I don't think we've really talked about that either. Um, the like main thing we know about it is it's going to be a prequel to to Rogue One and twelve and, episodes. Yeah, it's it's going to be twelve. Now, do we know how long the episodes are going to be? We don't, we don't know that. But there's a lot of green screen, a lot of blue screen, a lot of huge sets. They really didn't film much in the volume. So and it's going to be like they... Sh- yeah. yeah, short troopers will be back, most likely. With holsters. Um, <laughs> With holsters. Yeah. And awesome. yeah, I mean, new characters, maybe new wrinkles in the story that we really didn't think about in the past. Yeah. Uh, possibly like young Leia. I mean, we might see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I'd love to actually go to Alderaan. Yeah. Before it blows up, yeah. Well, well, I, well, I mean, I mean, because if we like technically did at the end of yeah, episode three, yeah. of, of we didn't set. spend time there. Yeah, and we actually also did go to Alderaan and uh, in the Clone Wars as well. Um, uh, it was yep. Uh, it uh, it was the episode where Ahsoka went with Padme, and then there was Aura Singh that was trying to assassinate her, and she oh, was climbing right. through the vents and stuff. Yeah, so technically we have been to all the right, but seeing a live action would be super cool. Um, and some video games as well. We've, we've yes, yes, because if we did go there in the old Republic game, well, uh, well, at least one of them. Um, but yeah, no. Star Wars is looking great, guys. Next year is going to be exciting. December 29th, Book of Boba Fett, the first episode. Oh my gosh, I, I I can't wait. It's gonna be so cool. And you know when Max Rebo shows up on screen, I'm 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 gonna do a live stream and be like, I told you, I told you, and I told you, and then oh man, and 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 then you'll be wearing the Max Rebo costume yeah, by then. No, I I have been using that hashtag 
like forever of saying hashtag Max Rebo lives. Every time I make a post, I say hashtag Rebo lives on every single post, even though it has nothing to do with Max Rebo. So then by the time when Max Rebo comes in, it's going to be trending. People are like, where'd that come from? It's going to be like Star Wars stuff podcast. So do you think when we see the whole flashback with Boa Fett crawling out of the Sarlacc pit, we see like a jet-packed Max Rebo fly off the cell barge? <laughs> well, what would the jetpack attach to? He doesn't have arms. He's got a diaper. What? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry. He... Rebo has arms and legs. What? He's like suction well, cups well, at the end of his fingertips. Yeah. Some of the, the original artwork had him with just legs. Yes. Yes. So, yes. There's a comic book at the diaper. library where he has yeah. no arms. He's just a teardrop right. shape. Right, that was like the original design, but they—that they, they, was the original look design. A little bit more. I could like talk hours. I, 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 I honestly could talk a while about that because of, um, because of there was a whole section like for when they were doing the, the, the commentary, like the behind the scenes of Return of the Jedi, and they actually talk about the making of Max Rebo for almost like ten minutes or something, and and they like talk about his design and stuff of how it was just gonna be, um, he he was gonna be like be like a three person. Uh, a three-person puppet where like somebody would be controlling his like you know legs slash arms he wouldn't have you know actual legs and then um someone was controlling his head and then someone was controlling the eyes but then they're like that's difficult so i i talk about it all the time but yeah i hope you, if they bring him back they give him they will bring him back instead of two you take that back. I'm not going to one right now. He will be in Book of Boba Fett. Okay, but I only want him if he has four limbs and not two. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, no, look, this right here is the actual canon, like, version of Max Rebo right here. Okay. Like, see, that's, this that's is the okay. canon version of him. I okay. just don't want that with no arms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, because of and and like in the concept art, and they actually did like build a version of it, but they it just didn't look right. Is where he where he was kind of like Saboba, except he didn't have arms and he just had the legs, and then yeah. he used that as his hands as well to like play on the piano. So yeah, wow, yeah, all right. Interesting. On that note, yeah, we're about to uh, get to our. The latest time we can podcast here. So, yeah, it's been a great <laughs> podcast. Um, for Colin, Ray, and Sam, my name's David. May the force I'm be with you. Always. Always.